Welcome to 2021. Mama, I made it. Yes. And if you're listening to this, then that means you made it too. I'm not going to lie. I was reflecting on 2020 and I unexpectedly started having a little survivor's guilt because honestly, my year wasn't that bad. You know, I didn't lose my job. I was able to keep up with all my bills. And, you know, aside from a little bit of health issues at the beginning of the year that rolled over from the end of 2019, I've been fairly healthy. You know, I was feeling bad for people who have lost their jobs, lost their homes, loved ones, even people who got sick and are better. Or, you know, even all the people that are still in the hospital. It's just a lot. And I was feeling bad because I really didn't experience any of those things. I've had family members who've been sick who've been in the hospital with coronavirus and still do actually. But overall, I can say that I'm blessed. And honestly, what put it into perspective for me was looking at my memories on Facebook. I saw one that said, I claim health and happiness or something like that for 2017. And uh, yeah, that didn't happen at all. But it was the one from December of 2019 that really got me. It was one of those hashtag long post alert type post. And I was just saying that I was looking forward to 2020 because the past decade had just been too much. From 2014 to the end of 2019, I'd had three surgeries on five different body parts, dealt with multiple deaths of close family members and friends, including my dad's murder, attended his murder trial, dealing with a work comp case, a job change, and issues with my house. Shit, just saying all that makes me tired, but my perspective changed real quick. I'm just saying I shouldn't be sad or feel bad because I finally had a year without a lot going on because I've been saying for the past six years that I wish I could just have one year where there wasn't a major crisis, a regular situation I can deal with, but multiple things back to back was just too much. Truth be told, I'm still trying to recover from it. And that's what moved me to do this podcast. I learned a lot in that time. And although it almost took me out, I was able to come out stronger and wiser. So if 2020 wasn't a major crisis for me, I think I earned a mental break. And you know what? That's wonderful. After all, that's what I've been asking for. They say the Lord doesn't put more on us than we can bear. So I think he knew another year would have completely broke me. So thank you, God, for answering my prayers. I was going to do a top 10 list of things I learned in 2020. But before I get into that, I want to let you know that I have officially reached my 10th episode. Yay me. That is a major accomplishment, honestly, because I've been behind on releasing my episodes from day one and can't seem to keep up with the social media and promo required for podcasting. But I managed to push through like I always do and finish what I set out to do. Even being inconsistent, I have at last count 368 followers on Instagram and over 600 downloads. So I'll be at 1000 downloads before I know it. And I haven't even been doing this for three months yet. I will say I have definitely learned a lot and will be chalking season one up as a learning curve. Now about this top 10 list, I was going to do a top 10 list of things I learned in 2020, but I couldn't really come up with 10 things that I learned. It was more so things that I knew, but were reinforced. So 
I'm just going to give you a few things that I've learned or that I've recognized about people over this past year. Now, none of these things are meant to offend anybody. And I'm not talking about anyone in particular. So don't get in your feelings. These are just things that I've observed. Now, keep in mind, that's what I do. I don't say much. I just sit back and observe. It could be people I see in person while out in public or on the news. So these are just generalities and not meant to be about anyone that I know in particular. But if you do take offense, that means it's probably something that struck a nerve in you and you may need to stop and evaluate what that trigger is. Okay, so here are five things that I learned or were reinforced about people in 2020. And these are in no particular order. And the first one is that people are nasty. I'm a germaphobe, so I already pay attention to these things. But it was just so amazing to me how many people did not know how to wash their hands. Now, I'm not saying you necessarily needed to realize that you needed to wash your hands for 20 seconds or scrub in like a doctor about to go to surgery. But tell the truth, how many people wash their hands on a regular basis anyway? Just working in an office setting and seeing women come out of the stall and in almost a single motion, run their hands under the water as they walk out the door. Sometimes they grab a paper towel. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they wouldn't even use soap. Sometimes they wouldn't even wash them at all. Ugh, gross. And this is the reason why I'm not a fan of potluck food. Yes, I'm that person. I'm already a picky eater, but I'm not eating everybody's food. I'm just saying. It's nothing against you personally, but I don't know what you're doing in your house. If you come to work and you don't even wash your hands properly, I can't trust you to fix food and bring in for me to consume. It's just not happening. Uh-uh. Nope, not going to be able to do it. And the thing is, people are just so oblivious to how they spread germs. It's ridiculous. People will lick their fingers and open up the plastic bags to put your groceries in at the store. Now you spreading your bodily fluid and germs on to the next person. Just nasty. I'm not going to get on my soapbox today. So moving on to number two, everybody became an expert and wanted to flaunt their degree from Twitter University. I mean, you've got people who only watch their preferred news source or see posts on social media without doing their own research and share what they heard. Everybody became a medical professional and telling you about whether you should or shouldn't wear a mask to what vitamins and supplements you should take to keep from getting the virus. Parents trying to tell the teachers how to do their job. Experts on race relations to the political analysts slash historians talking about elections and constitutional law. Now, it's okay to share your opinion and openly discuss topics because that's how we learn and grow, right? But people became so radicalized and said in their beliefs that they weren't willing to listen. So I'm not saying I know everything. I'm not saying I don't know anything at all. But there's a saying that people are supposed to learn something new every day. So if you've never heard that before, then guess what? You learned something today. But in all seriousness, everybody isn't always right all the time. Sometimes you should just listen. You learn more that way. Interestingly enough, though, nobody became a mental health expert. Even in the midst of a global pandemic, mental health is a taboo subject. And a lot of people are still not acknowledging mental health issues and going about as if life is normal when it clearly is not. So that takes me into number three. People are really self-absorbed. Now this one I really knew, but again, it was more so reinforced this past year. You know, 2020 required everybody to readjust their lifestyle and 
regroup to a new way of living. But when they weren't able to handle being at home, being by themselves, or they couldn't watch their favorite sports team play, it was world ending. People act like they were the only ones going through it when clearly everybody was going through the exact same thing and having to deal with a change in lifestyle and not being able to move about as freely. It can be a major shock to the system. People are drawn to the dramatic. So everyone wanted to tell their story about how they'd been impacted, which is fine to a point, but reliving the same thing over and over is not healthy. People seem to make it a competition almost about who could tell the worst story. I don't think anyone really stopped to think about one, how their story could be causing vicarious trauma to the next person or two, how someone who really did need help didn't feel comfortable sharing or reaching out because they felt like they would be a burden on you when you already had so much going on. And on the flip side of that, being so wrapped up in your own issues possibly could just cause you to not even notice that someone else may be reaching out for help. Now, I don't expect everyone to be a therapist, but at least be cognizant that the next person has feelings too. That's all I'm saying. You may not be able to help them, but you can refer them to someone who can. Mental health is real and people are struggling. That's why I recommend BetterHelp. And thanks to BetterHelp for sponsoring today's episode. They have a wide range of expertise in their provider network and it's more affordable than traditional counseling. You can do live video, phone sessions, and even send emails to your therapist. But don't take it from me. Take it from someone who has actually used the services. Someone said, So far, my experience with BetterHelp and my counselor has been great. I love that it's virtual and you can talk any time of the day that is convenient for you. I've been getting really great tips and information from my counselor and it reminds me of the ways to help me with all that I've been going through. If I could give stars or A's, I'd say five stars all the way and A++++. So if you feel like you need to talk to somebody and would like to get some help, you can go visit betterhelp.com slash T-side. And that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, enjoying over 500,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Special offer for T-Side listeners, you get 10% off of your first month. And I'll leave a link in the description so you can find it easily. On to number four. There are a lot of fake people out here. A lot of people go around putting on these fronts and appearances for other people from being out all the time. Like they had money, they would go places. They would seem like they were the it person. You know, they were just really cool. And Till they were not <laughs> where they couldn't go anywhere or do anything. They turned out to be just like everybody else, just regular average struggling during quarantine, trying to find toilet paper like everybody else. You know, they weren't able to go out and travel and do all these cool things anymore or post on social media, all the cool things they were doing. They were just sitting in the house without a haircut, looking scruffy and crazy like everybody else. And honestly, sometimes it just makes me chuckle because I can't stand somebody who puts on fronts and appearances for whatever reason. I, I don't know. It's annoying. Maybe because I'm not that type of person. I keep it real all the time. So, hmm. and the funny thing is a lot of people really don't have soft skills and that's basic everyday things that you should know how to do. 
people can't cook because they were going out to eat all the time, meaning like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Now, I don't cook a lot, but there's a big difference in knowing how to cook and actually cooking. I just choose not to because I'm single and people usually give me food. Plus, I don't like washing dishes, so I just don't really cook that much. But people are struggling because now they got to go to the grocery store, buy groceries. They don't even know how to buy groceries or they're really shocked about how much something costs in the store. First of all, prices are going up because, you know, supply and demand. Everybody's looking for the same basic staple items. You know, everybody's trying to make spaghetti or something that will stretch. So, yeah, the price of ground beef and all of that is going up because everybody's trying to buy it. But if you're used to ordering out all the time for every meal, now you're at home, you're just sitting there like, dang, now I got to feed these kids. Yep, you do. Figure it out. Because, again, you're not above anybody else with all your fake appearances and airs that you put on. How cool are you really if you can't even fix yourself something to eat or do laundry because you send your clothes out to the cleaners all the time? I'm just saying, especially if you my age. Honestly, if you 20 years or older, I mean, I could argue for younger than that, but you need to know how to do basic things, whether you single or in a relationship. Get on the internet and find a YouTube video or go to Pinterest if you need some quick instruction on how to do something. You know the saying, it's not you, it's me. Well, my number five, what I've learned in 2020 is actually more so about me. But what I've learned is it's not me, it's you. I always felt like I was the weirdo because I think differently. But 2020 taught me that I wasn't so weird after all. People always were like, you think too much. You're a germaphobe. And it was always something because I think because of my traumatic upbringing, I always think of the worst case scenario. And apparently for most people, 2020 was the worst case scenario. I used to do things as a child and like, what if something happened? Would I be able to survive? Would I be able to do this? So I guess, yay for traumatic experiences? I don't know, but <laughs> it just wasn't a major shift for me. I know back when the pandemic first happened, people were saying, what are you taking from 2020? What would you learn? And I remember saying, after I thought about it, and I would keep thinking about it because people kept asking and I was like, you know what? I don't think I would necessarily do much differently because I'm a minimalist. I never did go out to eat a lot anyway because I'm a social worker. We don't make that much money. I'm not balling. I have anxiety. I don't really like people. So I wasn't out in the clubs all the time. So I didn't have anything to really change. I don't have kids. So I'm not adjusting to homeschool. So I really didn't feel like there was much I'd do differently. Again, these are things that I already know and practice every day, but you have to be able to listen to be able to learn things and that things aren't always about you. Take care of your neighbor, your fellow man, and it's okay to be nice to somebody else sometimes without expecting something in return. Because guess what? When you're sitting at home and don't know how to cook something, oh, you know what? Your neighbor might know how to do it. Or you used to paying somebody to cut your grass and now they're not doing it and you don't know how to do it either. You don't even own a lawnmower, but your neighbor does. There you go. It pays to be nice to people because you can always ask them to help you out. You never know. It could be the little old lady next door. She probably has a pot that you can use to fix your food. 
just put on your mask and kindly go and ask if you can borrow it. And if nothing else, the nice old lady next door might fix something for you. You never know. But see how it all ties together? It all comes full circle. You have to be nice to people. We're all in this together. It seriously boggles my mind just how far away from community we've gotten. And I think this has a lot to do with the digital era that we live in, but I'm not going to do a whole diatribe about that. Again, everybody has an opinion, and that's fine. It's okay to express your opinion, but express it as such. Your opinion. Don't come across as that's the facts and you're right and everybody else is wrong because, first of all, it's going to turn people off. They're automatically not going to listen to you. Think about how you feel when people start telling you what you need to do. You don't like it. And you're not even listening anymore because you're too busy trying to think of a counter argument. And don't be condescending in your approach. Just let people know and talk about it. Discussions are how the world evolves. That's how things get accomplished. People learn from each other. Just like the whole race relations. If you don't talk to anybody outside of your immediate circle, you don't know what's going on with somebody else. Then you just go and start expressing your truth instead of taking the time to listen and learn. Now, I'm a very inquisitive person. I'm the queen of questions. I'm always asking a question because I want a better understanding, which apparently most people don't really care about. They don't want to understand. They just already know, apparently. So what are some of the hard lessons that you were forced to slow down and learn in 2020? Let me know. For me, 2020 was a year of clear vision. And I know some people had it really hard. Times are really hard for people still. But if you made it on this side of 2020, just remember, you're blessed. You're still here. Just keep going one day at a time. Reach out for help if you need it. And the song for today is I Made It by Jay-Z. I will be putting all of the songs from season one onto a Spotify playlist. So you'll be able to go over and listen to all of the songs. If you haven't heard of some of the songs that I talked about, Now, I'll see how this goes because it will definitely be an eclectic playlist, but these are all songs that pop into my head and I'm eclectic. So that's the T side. I will be taking the month off to regroup and revamp some things to make the podcast better. But to do that, I need your help. So let me know what you liked from the first season, what you didn't like, what you want more of, what you want less of. Now, I need to hear from you because... I would love to know who I'm talking to every week. And I do appreciate all of the feedback that I have received so far. It's definitely been helpful. You know, it's been amazing the support that I've received and the fact that people in different countries are listening. My goal for my birthday was to hit 500 downloads. And I did that, I was, I think, a day or two late. But within three weeks, I went from 500 to over 600. So somebody's listening. And I believe because of the holidays, people have had time to catch up on episodes. I appreciate it. And since I'll be off for a month or so, you will have more time to catch up on episodes you miss. But don't worry, I'll still be on social media. So I'll be around. You can shoot me an email at the Podcast at gmail.com. You can also head over to iTunes and leave me a review, rate, and subscribe. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at the Teesside Podcast and comment on posts there or send me a message. And until next time, stay safe and be blessed.
Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Teesside Podcast. You can find me on Instagram at the Teesside Podcast, all one word. If you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss any of the episodes. And be sure to tell a friend about the show. Until next time.